and welcome to my gastric sleeve experience. I'm Trisha Farron and I am almost five months post-op and um, <laughs> I went on vacation and today I'm going to talk to you about all that happened on vacation. It is not nearly as easy as you think. Um, just a few stats. Um, my high weight was 306. My surgery weight was 285, and today I weighed in at 231.6, making it officially 75 pounds down. Um, we were supposed to measure me, today's Tuesday, we were supposed to measure me on Sunday, we forgot, reminded them on Monday, forgot, so today I will get measured and see how many inches I've lost. But what I wanted to talk to you about was vacation. Um, I really, really thought that this was gonna be easy, um, it's not. So I went on a cruise with my husband, my brother-in-law, and his wife, and my sister-in-law. And um, we've traveled together all over the world and all different types of vacations and, and travel activities. Um, they eat differently than we did previously. Um, he, my brother-in-law, pretty much eats whatever he wants. My sister-in-law pretends that she only eats a little bit of amount of food but will actually snack all day long um, when she's not around my brother-in-law. So when it comes time for mealtime, it looks like she's eating less than we do on gastric sleeve because she's always full. Um, but I knew that this was gonna play a part. The bigger issue is that she and I both like to drink. And the amount of booze that I consumed in a seven day period, um, too much. <laughs> so, here is what my plan was going in. As long as I walk 10,000 steps a day and hopefully start it in the morning so I can get a bulk of it done, um, eat the way I would normally eat the way I am at home, protein first, small bites, wait 30 minutes to drink, the whole nine. Avoid dessert and not let them convince me to eat 80 times a day because there's always food available on a cruise and I was very concerned that that was going to be an issue. And in the beginning, it wasn't so much. There are so many options on the menus that are healthy options that you could you can make good decisions. I think the problem is, is that you're being presented with so many different food choices. I stayed away from pastas. I stayed away. I didn't have bread. Um, but it's not so much each portion. So you sit there, you're looking at your menu, and you're like, mm. so you can have a starter, you can have a salad, you can have a soup, you can have your entree, you can pick a dessert, and this is all part of the meal. So when you start adding all these different things, all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, how much did I eat today? I started off tracking, it's so hard to track. You can guess, but the reality is, is you don't know what they're adding to it. All the sauces. I mean, it's like going to a restaurant for every meal. You know, when I'm cooking, I'm measuring things or I'm using dishes that I know what the sizes are. I know what I'm putting into the food as I'm seasoning it or, or flavoring it. This you have no idea. So I knew I was eating worse than what I do at home. So it came a point where I said, okay, <laughs> Let's just go on vacation, enjoy the time, try, try, try to be mindful of what we're doing, but kind of just reset when we come home. And that's what I did. I stopped recording, which kind of gave me a stomach ache as much as a relief at the same time, because I knew 
when I'm seeing the calories and the protein amounts and everything, all the metrics adding up for the day, I pull the reins by the end of the day and say, okay, no more of this. But when you don't actually know, you can pretend all you want in your head and say, oh, I only had a couple of shrimp here or I did that. No, <laughs> it adds up. And that's just the food. So also in the beginning, I said, okay, I'm just going to drink either wine or a liquor-based drink that's not mixed with anything that's super high sugar. And that worked for a while. My favorite drink is an old-fashioned, so that's easy. And I know there's simple syrup in there, but in comparison to a pina colada, an old-fashioned is a very good option. Wine, always good. So I tried to do wine during dinner. But I got to say, when you're seeing everybody having frozen mudslides and daiquiris and all these things, and it's 11 o'clock in the morning, an old-fashioned is a little bit much. You feel like an alcoholic um, as opposed to a person on vacation drinking. So I had to kind of balance that a little bit. So I didn't go full on colada, but I did things with a little bit more of a mixer to just kind of give me a break from the, the whiskey and the wine. And that, that worked if I would have had like, you know, one or two a day, but that wasn't the case. I was drinking a lot. And by drinking so much, I know that the calories were just adding up, adding up. And you would think because the ships are so large, getting 10,000 steps is easy. It's not. So the days that we got off the ship, the days that we traveled between walking through the airport and getting from here to there, very easy to get the 10,000 steps. But when you're on like a sea day, you're, you don't realize how much sitting you're doing. And you may walk from your room to dinner or your room to the pool or the pool to, you know, the show, but you're not actively moving. Um, so I had to purposefully say, okay, we need to go for a walk or else my steps wouldn't come in. So out of the week, um, two days, I hit closer to 6,000 um, um, steps instead of the 10,000. And I did not alter my eating, so that was a problem. So I came home and I stepped on the scale and panicked when I saw that I had gained four pounds. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? Um, that was Sunday morning when I got up. The first thing I did was check the scale. Then I went back to basics, tracking, not drinking nonstop all day, not drinking anything, drinking my water, 40 ounces at a pop, um, paying close attention to what I was eating, getting in my steps, doing the things that I was doing before I went on vacation. And here we are Tuesday. Not only did I lose the four pounds, but I lost an extra pound and I'm at a new low. So all this to say, you can go on vacation. You can have a moment of manic thinking of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Oh, and the M&Ms. I know this is silly, but in our room, they left us a bowl of peanut M&Ms and gummy bears. Now, I hate gummy bears, so that was easy. But the M&Ms were dreadful. You figure you're just going to take a couple. But if you take a couple, like every 10 minutes all day, you've now eaten the bowl of M&Ms. So I think as much as I enjoyed eating them, if I were to do it again, I'd decline having that in the room because I clearly have no self-control. And I ate more M&Ms than I probably do in a year. I ate in a week. So not a good thing. But 
what I'm saying is that you could go and you can have a good time. You don't have to be a crazy person and be so strict that now you feel deprived, but you also shouldn't go off the deep end and do all the wrong things. I, I never overate. Um, cause you, you can't like, I, there's just a limit to how much food I can eat, but at home I'm eating three meals a day, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, maybe one snack, but on a cruise, I was eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner, snack over here, m ms in the room, something in the night, drinking all day long. I mean, at one point, it was like 11 o'clock at night, and they wanted to go to the, the pub and get bar food. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I would never do this at home. And when I looked at the menu, I thought, this is all crap food. How am I going to pick from here? So I ended up ordering a burger, didn't use the bun, cut the burger in half, got rid of the half and didn't get fries and literally ate a half a burger. That was it. And you know what? It was fine. Um, I think that what's important is to not make everything a vacation. You can't say, well, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, it's Christmas. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's a vacation here. Oh, it's a long weekend here because it's too much. We have too many things to celebrate in our in our world, in our lives. We will forever be on the exception. Um, but for a week's vacation, once a year, to say, you know what? I'm going to live like a normal person as opposed to a gastric sleeve person um, or as opposed to a gluttonous person that has no control over themselves and gets into lots of trouble. I think that can be done. My husband knows, he's like, yeah, you've eaten more, but you've eaten like a normal person would eat. You didn't eat like you are overeating. Um, and in terms of dessert, they would order dessert. I'd literally take my spoon, take a half a teaspoon and take a taste so that I can feel a part of the group, be able to taste these delicious desserts that were being presented to us, but I'm not ordering my own and I'm not I mean, you can order multiples. They, that's the problem is that food is such a big thing on these things. You really have to be thinking all the time, is this the right thing for me to do? Or set a boundary. I am going to do this and be okay with it and then not do this when I get home. I will say I have the cravings of wanting to have a drink and I by no means have a drinking problem. I like to drink, but I don't have to. Um, but I was drinking so much on the cruise that when I came home, I was like, I want some wine or I want whiskey or I want something. And I chose to say, no, I was very, very strict with myself until I lost the four pounds. I, I was gonna give myself a week to lose the four pounds. I was thrilled it happened as quickly as it did. Um, but I, for me, I halfway is never a good thing. It's either yes or no. And for me, no was the way to do it. No cheating, no doing stupid things, but get back to business. And I'm being rewarded with better marks on the scale and a healthier frame of mind of, okay, so I did that on vacation. Now I come home, I go back to normal and things go back to normal. And I have to say that that was fantastic. Um, other food, non-food things, um, I flew in a plane and I didn't have a seatbelt extender for the first time in, I can't even tell you how many years. Um, I remember sitting in the seat, 
and I put the seat belt on. There was extra space in the belt. And the other problem that I always had was the tray table wouldn't fit. And I'd either have to smush my belly in or kind of put it under the belly and let my belly sit on top of it. And I didn't have to do that. In fact, there was a good, a serious gap in between the tray and my stomach. And I started to cry. It was such a happy moment. My husband was sitting next to me. He was happy. I wasn't embarrassed. I wasn't scared I wasn't going to fit in the seat. I didn't have to lift the armrest just so that I could smush onto his side of the seat. It was, it felt really good. The other things, um, non-scale victories for me, it's a cruise ship. I have 24s. My cabin was on floor 11. Much of our activity was on floor 16, 17, and 18. And there were times where the elevators were just so crowded and I walked and you know what? I did not die of a heart attack. I didn't think that I was going to fall down the steps out of weakness. Um, I was able to breathe. My legs didn't hurt. I mean, don't get me wrong. Walking up all those flights of steps, you feel it. I felt the burning in my thighs, but it wasn't so that I couldn't do it. I didn't need to take a break at some point. I was able to just do it. I was also not hunting around for a wall or a column to lean on because my back couldn't stay, take standing. That never happened. Um, I was able to sit in a booth and not have to push the table. It Like I fit in the booth. That was remarkable. Um, and even going from the ship to like the ports and, and walking around, I didn't get winded. I didn't feel like I needed a break. And the, my traveling companions noticed this and said, this is really different than what they remember experiencing even just a year ago when I, you know, couldn't do virtually any of these things without a break every five or 10 minutes um, or not even being able to have a conversation because I thought I was just going to have my heart explode out of my chest. None of that happened. I was able to do all the things that I wanted to do. Um, I felt good with the clothes that I was wearing and that's never, I always wear things that hide my body. That wasn't the case this time. I got to wear things that were a little more hip and a little more figure enhancing, so to speak. And it made me feel good. Um, and I noticed that my husband was very touchy. He would put his arm around me. He'd hold my hand. He would just nuzzle me or give me a kiss. These were things that he didn't I mean, he did it, but not as often. And I noticed that it was great. Like, he, we, he was taking notice of me. Fabulous stuff. I also met a woman um, who had the gastric bypass two years prior and was able to go through her experiences and all the things that she's been dealing with as a bypass patient versus a sleeve patient. You know, when you find somebody who's been through something similar, you gravitate to this person and all the stats come out and all the experiences and she's been having trouble with her back like I have with mine. I got two shots today in hopes of trying to fix my thigh, which is still an ongoing problem, but I'm pushing through the pain. Um, so all in all, go on vacation. Um, let yourself live a normal life, not a gluttonous life. Um, go back to basics when you come home relish the non-scale victories. They are awesome. And um, if you happen to find somebody along the way who's been through what you go through, talk to them. Share your experiences. It's remarkable um, 
how willing they are to talk and how how wonderful it is to meet somebody. What was great, my husband was sitting there while she was talking and he was like, it sounded like everything you've been through and it kind of validates your experience. It's all good stuff. Um, and here, almost five months out, I'm, an, I'm trying to just learn what my normal life is going to be because this is pretty much it. Um, and just keep losing and keep eating healthy and keep being vigilant to make sure I do the things that I'm supposed to do so that this continues to be a successful tool that keeps rewarding me for the efforts that I'm putting in. And I hope everybody is experiencing all levels of success and, and really acknowledging that it's you made the decision to do this, you're making the decision every day to follow it, and yet everybody around you is also benefiting from this decision. And um, I think it's wonderful. So um, I'm signing off until next time. Uh, thank you so much for watching and I wish everybody wonderful, wonderful success.